Because this podcast is all about the business side of private practice, it's a given that as you navigate your path to a thriving private practice, you'll learn different terms, phrases, or as I like to call them, the business buzzwords and marketing ABCs. But there's a word that is not specifically tied to entrepreneurship that gets thrown around a lot. And most people have heard this word as early as five years old, or at least when they've participated in their first competition. Any ideas on what the word could be? That word is success. And that's why last time on the podcast, we talked about how you can set yourself up for success as a private practice owner. But now you're probably wondering, well, how long will it take me to be successful? Well, it depends on how you define success. Welcome to Beyond the Session with Aisha Shabazz. According to Merriam-Webster, the glorious dictionary that most people don't use anymore because we have AI allowing us to use spell check, success is defined as achieving a desirable outcome. And a synonym for success could be the word winner. And if we look at the opposite of success, we could define it as reaching an undesirable outcome or loser. Now, you know that our global society has also taken the time to define success. And most of the time it is narrowed down to materialistic measures, big house, fancy car, cool clothes. Sometimes it's based on your community or at least the community that you create, being married, having kids, And thanks to social media, some of us have upped the ante to see success or lack thereof by the number of followers, likes, and views that you have. Now, do these superficial measurements of success bring value into your life? Unfortunately, for many, it does. Any combination of these on and offline vanity metrics earn you social capital in certain circles. And it allows you to enter into certain places and spaces that would otherwise be closed to you. And because of the widespread nature of systemic oppression, even with these vanity metrics in place, marginalized groups are not guaranteed immunity from discrimination and bigotry, even if they have everything in place. And what about money? For most people, if you have a lot of it, if you're considered rich or even wealthy, you're deemed as being successful. And let's not forget all of the values-driven therapists that apply to work with me for coaching. Most of the time when I ask them, what are your revenue goals? 99% of them put down a six-figure dollar amount because their goal is to have a six-figure private practice. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want, I want that for you. So much so as a thank you for submitting a five-star review to this podcast, you'll receive a six-figure roadmap outlining exactly what it takes in order to have a six-figure practice. Now, most people are defining six-figure practice in different ways, so we definitely clarify that to make sure we're all on the same page. But overall, the ability to get what you want is possible but many people are not interested or have a strong enough desire to do what it takes to get what they want. So when we're talking about the term success, it really does matter how you define it. You know, the famous quote, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. When I think of the word success, I think of it as a terminal destination that you are arriving somewhere and really there's nowhere else to go. 
that's why you'll often hear me use the word thriving because thriving is an action, something that takes energy to embody. Let's talk about how you can define success, define what thriving looks like for you, or at least redefine it so that when you reach either your destination or that state of being, you'll actually know that you've reached it for yourself and you won't need to look towards those superficial measurements. You might be thinking to yourself, Aisha, well, money is what I need to succeed. I'm going to challenge you a little bit on that and encourage you to consider that money is a tool. So money can allow us access to certain things. The absence of money could make it harder for us to access things, or the presence of money could make it easier. And really, it depends on your relationship with money as well. So resist the urge to go to, I need money to be successful. When I have money, I will be successful because I can tell you firsthand that money is not the only thing that will bring about success. There are many people who have reached money milestones that maybe you and I could only dream of. And they talk about their millionaire and billionaire friends. And some of them proclaim that they know that their friends are not happy just because they have millions and billions of dollars. Now, that might be a little bit far-fetched for you to imagine that you would have so much money that you would still be unhappy. But overall, you get to define success. And whether you are deciding to go with society's definition of success, that is completely up to you. But at the end of the day, I want you to consider that success is a reflection of your values. Ask yourself the following questions. What do you need in order to showcase your values in action? If you were to say, I value money, it would be similar to you saying, I value a hammer. I value a screwdriver. I value a wrench. Then it kind of makes it seem like, oh, why would you value a hammer? That's almost like you're valuing a superficial material thing. What can a hammer really do for you without it being used as a tool to get you closer to something else? What does that actually look like for you to value money? How do you treat money? How do you act around money? How do you talk about money? So I hope that illustrates a little bit more about why saying that you value money is not necessarily hitting home the point <laughs> of why we're talking about success. This values exercise comes in many shapes and sizes. And during my workshops and during my coaching programs, we are looking at a list of over 200 values and really taking a deep introspective look at what are your values. Now, certainly you don't need to select all 200, but this is just an opportunity for you to explore what does this really look like for you. If you have attended one of my workshops lately, you can go to your workshop workbook and pull out the list of 200 plus values. So the question again is, what do you need in order to showcase your values in action? I'll give you an example of what this exercise could look like in real time. One of my values is creativity. I value creativity. What do I need in order to showcase that I value creativity? Well, what I need is to have the time to be creative. The next question is, how do I make that happen? So how do I make time to be creative? 
well, I've created my ideal schedule. And once I put that in place, I was actually able to carve out time for me to be creative. And what does creativity look like for me? Or what does creativity look like in action? Well, I enjoy writing. Writing is something that I make time for every single day. Another question that you can ask yourself is, well, what happens if you don't have what you need in order to showcase your values? What happens if I don't have the time to express my creativity? Anytime that I don't have an opportunity to express myself and my creativity, it almost feels as though that I'm too focused on the things that aren't necessarily bringing me joy and really allowing me to thrive in life. What happens when I do have the space and the time to be creative? Well, I feel more like myself. Life just feels more effortless when I'm able to be creative. I'm in a flow state. So whenever I'm able to enter into a flow state, I just, I feel fulfilled. So that's an example of how you can work through this exercise of really living out your values. And again, it ties back to that definition of success. Now, is someone going to define success in the same way that you do? No, of course not. And that is really the best part of identifying what success means to you is because no one else can tell you that your definition of success is wrong. And I think that once you can connect your definition of success to your values and then springboard off from there, it actually anchors it into something that is substantial. When we think about the term superficial, it doesn't have any sustenance. It doesn't give us a fulfilling feeling. It's sparse. It's lackluster. It doesn't fill us up. And when we're thinking about our values, it allows us to understand, well, this is why I get up in the morning. This is why I enjoy my life. The next time you ask yourself, how long is it going to take for me to be successful? Revisit your values because if you have your values at the foundation of your career, at the foundation of your business, and at the foundation of your life, the life that you are building right now, the life that you are living right now, then you will know for a fact that you are going in the direction that is meant for you. When you're traveling down your unique path to a thriving private practice, that is your path that you are carving out for yourself. And you are going to meet people along the way that are going to encourage you. They're cheering for you. They're rooting for you. I am one of those people that is rooting for you to keep going on your path to a thriving private practice. Running a business, it's almost as if you are running a marathon that never ends. It does get easier over time. And there are certain elements that you can put into place that make it more manageable and more sustainable. When we are moving towards a lifestyle, a career, a business that allows us to thrive, you are going to have to put in time, energy, effort, attention, focus, and money in order to make that happen. So listen intently, take your notes, and then put it into practice. Because without putting these elements into practice, it's not going to be any use to you. That concludes another episode of Beyond the Session with Aisha Shabazz. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, please submit a review through your favorite podcast listening app and share it with a friend. This episode of Beyond the Session was brought to you by The Thriving Therapist Shop, a place where private practice therapists go to find time-saving strategies, solutions, and tools. Audio editing was completed by Alexandra V with music by MH The Verb and GR Stone. Thanks so much for listening.